In the previous episode, we had Maggie Mills back on the show. Maggie has a 30-year career in publishing, marketing, and advertising. If you've never heard of personal branding and you're looking to build new connections, maybe for a new career or to start a business, you should go check it out. Are you feeling stuck in your career and life? I'm Chris, and in 2018, I was sick of my job, I quit, and I decided to go traveling around Asia. I wanted to do my own thing. After trying lots of different business ideas and making a lot of mistakes along the way, I finally found a new path and qualified as a coach. This podcast is me documenting my journey as a coach on a mission to help you find a career that matters to you. And going beyond your career, you'll get all the tools you need to smash your personal projects too. Are you ready to close the gap on where you want to be? Let's go. Hi guys, you're listening to the You in Five Years podcast with your host, Chris Holmes. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the five key steps you need to take to change careers. A career change can be one of the most rewarding things you can do. Imagine waking up and feeling excited about the day ahead. Imagine feeling energized about what you do and feeling more optimistic about the future. All of this is possible. The problem is changing careers can be quite complicated and no one really tells you about how to go about doing it. So where do you start? When I left engineering in 2018, I had no idea what I wanted to do next. It wasn't until I tried things out and looked at what I enjoyed doing before I figured out what to do next. I'm currently working part-time for a big student landlord in Bristol in the United Kingdom. I really enjoy the role because I love property and where it's a small business, my ideas get listened to and that's really important to me. So I can suggest improvements and then go ahead and implement them. I feel valued and working part-time gives me more time to grow my career change coaching business. My stress levels have gone right down too as well. Making the decision to take control of my career was one of the best things I've done. So if your nine to five is boring the hell out of you and you're dreaming of your escape, in this episode, I'll show you my career change roadmap. There are five steps you need to take to make a smooth transition. These are step one, realizing a change is needed. Step two, look at yourself for clues. Step three is to research ideas and to test them out. Step four is to create a plan and take action. And step five is get support. So let's look at these steps in more detail. The first step is all about listening to the clues that something isn't right in your career. The coronavirus pandemic has meant that a lot of us are working from home now. Uh, This has some benefits and some negatives. But go back to the time when you're in the office. Did you feel the company was getting the best out of you? Or did you feel that your skills and talents were being wasted? Are you engaged with the work or are you just going through the motions every day? Does the thought of doing the same thing for the next 30 years fill you with excitement or complete and utter dread? Realising a change is needed is the first step. You can either stay on the same path and remain unhappy or you can make a decision to do something about it and improve your situation. So once you've realised a change is needed, Step two is to look at yourself for clues. So you've established you want to do something more exciting. You need to avoid the temptation to just fire up LinkedIn and look for similar roles at a different company or a promotion. Whilst this might work for some people, there's a big chance that what you're doing currently isn't a good fit for you. Rather than use your CV to guide you on your next steps, you want to start with a clean slate. This is because if you use your CV to guide you, your focus can be very narrow and... This can limit the potential possibilities. So where do you start? The best place to start is with you. And this means understanding yourself better. So you can use this knowledge of yourself to guide you rather than your CV. The key areas that you need to look at are your strengths, 
your interests, your personality type, and your values. For your strengths, you want to use your natural abilities because when you do, you get into a flow state and it makes you feel good. For your interests, you want to look at the things that give you energy outside of work. If you enjoy doing something, why not bring more of it into your life? Your personality type and values are closely linked. Your personality influences the type of work you enjoy and the kind of working environment that you prefer as well. Your values are essentially things that are important to you. It's likely that if you're unhappy in your career, then one of these key aspects or key areas is being neglected. So start with you and use this knowledge to guide you. Step three is to research ideas and to test them out. With a better understanding of what you enjoy and what you're good at, you can now start brainstorming career ideas. And it's important not to be constrained by what you think is possible and not possible at this stage. If you wanted to be an astronaut when you're younger, the European Space Agency are opening training for new recruits. If you think the chance is small, what was it about being an astronaut that appealed to you? Was it the sense of adventure or was it the fact that you can use your technical skills? So you want to brainstorm a really big list of ideas. And when you have a good list, start researching the ones that appeal to you or stand out. And using Google or LinkedIn are good places to start. When you feel that you've done as much online research as you can, it's time to get out there in the real world. So who can you speak to with knowledge in this area that interests you? In episode 29, I talked about setting up informational interviews, and these are definitely one of the best ways to speak to someone already doing what you want to do. And these are short 15 to 20 minute interviews where you get to ask as many questions as you want to find out more. Volunteering is another option, as well as shadowing when we can get back to more social contact. It's so important to test out your ideas before moving into a new role. This is because it reduces the risk of making the wrong move. So don't skip this step. Step four is to create a plan and take action. With a new career path identified and tested out in the real world, you now have to create a plan to get there. The best way to do this is to look at where you currently are and look at where you want to get to and create a plan to bridge the gap. Your plan could be a six-month plan or a 12-month plan, and then you could break it down into a quarterly plan, so a three-month plan. And then you'd want to break this down further so that you know what you're doing each week to move forward. Your plan should also include an assessment of your finances because you don't want to run out of money and you've got bills to pay. It's also worth looking at your finances because you might see some opportunities there. So could you take a pay cut to work part-time? You might need to retrain, so how much would this cost and how would you afford it? With a solid plan that takes into account your finances, you need to take action. If you don't take action, things are just going to remain the same and you'll be in the same situation 12 months from now. The final step, step five, is to get support. Looking back at my own career change, my parents thought I was crazy when I said that I wanted to leave aerospace. They couldn't understand why I'd want to leave a well-paid engineering career. It, it just didn't make sense to them. But they didn't really understand how miserable I was feeling. So a career change can be a lonely place. And you will often say to yourself, am I doing the right thing? Or what will happen if things don't go to plan? To stop these self-doubts, it's important that you have the right support around you. So surround yourself with those that have already made a transition or that can help you through the change. I've set up a private Facebook group called the Career Change Trailblazers to help you get support. I'll leave a link in the show notes so that you can head on over to the group and join. So there you have the five steps to make a smooth transition. The first step is realizing a change is needed. 
The second step is to look at yourself for clues. The third step is to research ideas and to test them out. The fourth step is to create a plan and take action. And the fifth step is to get support. I thought it'd be useful to show you how this could work in practice. So let's look at how the five steps can be applied to the career change of the well-known detective, Sherlock Holmes. So Sherlock Holmes has been a private detective for as long as he knows. He enjoys working with Watson and solving high-profile crimes. But recently, he's been thinking about moving away from investigation. He's had enough of chasing criminals, all the paperwork, and just thinking about doing something else. He's got some ideas, but he really can't decide what to do next. But he has realised that what he's doing isn't making him happy anymore. So that's step one, realising a change is needed. So what does Sherlock Holmes do about it? Initially, he ignores the clues, which is unlike him. He solves a few more cases. One evening, sitting by the fire, smoking his pipe and feeling really drained, he thinks about moving to a smaller village with less crime. But the thought comes back to him, does he really want to be involved with crime anymore? He thinks about all the things he used to enjoy doing as a child. He reflects on his strengths, such as analysis and problem solving. He thinks about all the time that he spends in the public eye when really he's um, quite an introverted person and enjoys time alone to think. So this is step two. He's looking at himself for clues, looking at his past, what his dreams were, what he's enjoyed. Sherlock thinks he's onto something here, and when he has a hunch, he's usually right. He writes a list of all the things he could do and uses his hobbies and past for inspiration. He enjoyed fishing when he was younger. Could he be a fisherman? Who knows? He writes it down. Maybe it was being out in the woods that appealed to him. What could he do that involves being in the woods? He's good with a shotgun, so maybe he could be a landkeeper. He writes that down. He also writes down new career ideas that would make use of his analytical and problem-solving skills. Could he be an engineer? Who knows? He writes it down. Feeling excited about the new possible direction, he spends the next few weeks speaking to people working in these fields. So here he's researching ideas and testing them out. He needs to make a decision. One evening by the fire, he pours himself a whiskey, puffing along with his pipe. He decides what he's going to do next. Sherlock Holmes is going to retrain as the rail track inspector. Why this? Well, he loves the outdoors. He can work alone. And he loves to use his magnifying glass. He tells Watson, his longtime friend and sidekick. Watson tells him that he's crazy. Why would you want to leave this well-paid job, he says. Holmes tells Watson, I might be moving into something that pays less, but I'd rather do that than remain unhappy by staying where I am. I've been working with low-life criminals for too long, and a change is needed. So he moves on to the next step, step four, which is creating a plan and taking action. Sherlock looks at where he is now and where he wants to get to and creates a plan. He assesses his finances and goes for it. Sherlock identifies the training and makes quick work of it. And the final step is getting support. So he realises that he doesn't know many people working in rail inspections, so he reaches out to those working in that area and he makes some good connections so he doesn't have to start from the bottom. He also speaks to others that have changed careers for guidance and advice. Six months on and Sherlock Holmes, the famous detective, is now loving his new role as a rail track inspector for the Great Western Railway. They've never had someone as detailed as Holmes. Watson got a promotion and misses Holmes dearly. Now he's starting to wonder if working with criminals is right for him. So to summarise, changing careers can be one of the best things that you can do 
It can be a time filled with stress and uncertainty, but it doesn't need to be if you follow the five steps in this podcast. So step one, realizing a change is needed. Step two, looking at yourself for clues. Step three, researching ideas and testing them out. Step four, creating a plan and taking action. And step five, getting that all-important support. I hope you enjoyed the little story I knocked up about Sherlock Holmes making a big career change from being a detective to a railway inspector. I think storytelling is something that I'd love to get good at. So if you enjoyed the story, head on over to the Facebook group and let me know what you thought of it. The group has a good mixture of people that have already made a career change and those that are currently going through one. So head on over to the group. I'll see you inside and look forward to connecting with you. Thanks for listening to the You in Five Years podcast. Keep moving forward, guys. Until next time. 